This is Under the Lights with Preston Bostain. Welcome into another edition of Under the Lights. Thank you for listening. I know I was MIA last week. Sometimes time does permit uh, work goes astray, and so obviously a duty call. So unfortunately, I had to put my podcast aside last week. And hopefully, you're tuning in this week as we have tons of new, like tons of exciting news to go over. The NCAA tournament's going on. The Nashville Predators are killing it currently, and with the NFL free agency going underway. So first, I will uh, just do like a little bit about the Nashville Predators. They are currently the number one team in the NHL. I believe that's the first time that they've ever accomplished this, especially this far in the season. They have uh, 69 games played with 100 points. The only reason why they, if you look at the standings and you're wondering why uh, Nashville's over Tampa Bay, yes, they both have 100 points. However, Nashville is number one based off they have a game in hand against Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay has played 70 games so far this season. Nashville has played 69. So make sure that you tune in to to tonight's game if you're not watching any NCAA tournament games. They play uh, the Arizona Coyotes tonight at 9 o'clock Central. This is a phenomenal team. If you haven't been able to chance to get on uh, the bandwagon or been able to go to a game or even watch a game, this is a team that's that's very uh, energetic, very fast-paced. They can skate well. They can go to the, like, the, like the crease. Uh, they have a lot of offensive powers. We have a lot of defensive powers, obviously. Uh, Pekka should win the Vesna this year, which is the best goalie award. So, I mean, this team is red hot, uh, and hopefully, they, hopefully they're not one of the teams that you know it's red hot during the season, and then it crumbles in the postseason. I don't think that's going to happen. I do honestly see the, the National Predators making a Stanley Cup playoff run. Uh, and hopefully, knock on wood, hopefully they uh, can pull it out this year as they almost did last year. Two games short. Oh, I hate the Penguins. Uh, <laughs> so going on to a different subject. So the NFL... Well, the NFL free agency officially kicked off yesterday uh, on Wednesday, and as many of you know or happen to know, I'm a Denver Broncos fan. Well, they haven't made much splash, but the splash they did make was awful. We picked up uh, we picked up Case Keenum from the Minnesota Vikings. Don't get me wrong. He had a phenomenal year last year and personally do not believe that the Minnesota Vikings should have been in the NC, in the NFC uh, championship last year. That was a luck play that went in their favor due to a bad Saints coverage. However, they had a phenomenal year. Case Keenum did, did a wonderful job coming in. So Denver decides that they want to give Case Keenum a two-year, thirty, roughly like a thirty million dollar deal. Okay, uh, that's that's fine. I'm expecting Trevor Simeon, you know, them to fight for the job. Well, uh, just recently, uh, like late Wednesday, roughly like at four four thirty, uh, breaking news that Trevor Simeon gets traded to the Minnesota Vikings. I can see why Denver traded them. Obviously, they have the quarterback they want for at least a couple of years in Case Keenum. We all, and they also have Brock Osweiler, I believe. He um, is still under contract for maybe another season. And they do have uh, Paxton Lynch as well. Uh, but what I don't get is why Minnesota wanted to trade uh, for a Simeon. Now, I do know that they only received, they only gave away a 2019 pick. I'm not sure what the details further are, whether it was a second round. I know it wasn't the first round, obviously. Uh, I'm not sure if it was a, possibly a second to fifth round draft pick. Uh, don't know the details just yet, as I am recording this on Wednesday, and this will be posted on Thursday. 
So I don't know the details of the draft pick, but I'm not sure why Minnesota wanted to do this, knowing that they just received Kirk Cousins for a mega deal. It was like a six-year, five-year, 80-something million-dollar deal with like a 30, 20-something guaranteed. A little unsure of why Minnesota wanted Sim. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, unsure of why uh, Minnesota wanted um, Simeon. But obviously, they wanted him bad enough to get him from Denver. So that's sad to say that uh, it was a good run, Trevor Simeon. Glad that you were able to uh, make a couple good runs with Denver. Um, But welcome, Case Keenum. Hopefully, you can pull some kind of miracle out your butt like you did last year. Uh, So let's let's ride this thing out. Uh, But this season, this offseason has been quarterback central. Uh, Tom Savage is now going to back up Drew Brees. He will replace Chase Daniel, who actually agreed to a contract with the Bears to back up uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Just some other offseason acquisitions. Uh, Bills released Anquan Bolden. Uh, the Dolphins released tight end Julius Thomas, who actually did play for Denver in, in the Peyton Manning era. They also released Nandama King Sue. Rex Burkhead re-signs with the Patriots. Linebacker Todd Davis re-signs with the Broncos. That's a huge deal. Uh, we Our defense is a little struggling. Uh, we unfortunately released uh, or tried to keep to leave. No idea why. I uh, don't know if it was because of contract reasons, if it was professional reasons. Not sure the reason and why, but they got rid of a keep to leave. So we need as much help as we can. Uh, even though Tilly Belsley is a cornerback and David Davis is a linebacker, uh, Lions released tight end Eric Ebron, Joe Thomas, poor Joe Thomas. Uh, <laughs> he played all of his 11 seasons in Cleveland and they never went to a playoff run. Uh, obviously, you can tell that this guy was a committed as can be. He stayed with Cleveland his whole entire year and go figure as soon as Cleveland wants to actually try to make moves to try to compete uh, for a win they uh thomas retires due to obviously the injury that he had this past season uh so shout out to joe thomas um for he he had an incredible streak of games played and that actually uh, it was it was 10,363 consecutive snaps uh which is believed to be the longest in the nfl history and unfortunately that suffered this year as he uh, had, a, had a season ending surgery an injury pardon me and so he uh is officially retired so, uh, and, and what shocked me as well is Tyron Matthew uh, got released from the Cardinals as the Honey Badger, as, as what many of us know him as from LSU. Uh, he was cut just hours before uh, his um, $5.75 million was guaranteed for this year. Um, and that was a very a surprise shocker. I know a team, the, the next team that goes out and grabs them, will uh, love having Tyron Matthew on his team. Peppers goes back to uh, the Julius Peppers goes back to the Carolina Panthers. Um, it looks like once again the Jaguars will be stacked on on cornerback as they uh, sign a deal with DJ Hayden. Uh, the Patriots are struggling. They, uh, you know. Lost Danny Amendola to the Dolphins, which is a division rival, which makes no sense why he went there because they don't have a quarterback to throw to him. Uh, they lost Nate Soldier, the offensive tackle. That's a huge. That's a huge loss on the offensive end, and uh, as many locally as we know. 
the Tennessee Titans picked up two former New England Patriots and cornerback Malcolm Butler, who actually saved the day in the Super Bowl against the Seattle Seahawks and passed down back Deion Lewis. Huge, huge acquisitions by um, Tennessee. Uh, I would assume that the reason why the pickup was because of John Robinson, the former New England Patriots general manager, has something to do with picking them up and giving them a call and bringing them to Tennessee. So there's been a lot of acquisitions. And Jeremy McKinnon, former Minnesota Viking, going to the 49ers. Carlos Hyde expected to sign with the Browns. That is actually going to be uh, a concern, maybe an issue going in. I know that a lot of people on, on Twitter are buzzing, being that the Browns have the number one and the number fourth pick in these in this year's NFL draft. Who are they going to take? Are they going to take Saquon Barkley? Well, a uh, little unsure of that now, being that they have Carlos Hyde, who is a number one running back with a team. So I'm not sure if they will stick with Saquon Barkley. Maybe at the one, maybe at the four. Uh, hopefully not. Not. If Saquon Barkley's at the five, I really hope Denver would take him. Uh, so a bunch of acquisitions has been going on. You know, Teddy Bridgewater going to the Jets. Basically, this offseason has been packed. I uh, can't wait to see what goes down uh, this year. And honestly, it looks like Titans are trying to make a top way uh, into the AFC championship. It probably won't beat the New England Patriots again. You know how it always goes. Uh, New England always somehow knows how to work their magic. Uh, but it's it's an incredible offseason. It's, it's had me on, obviously, like, continuously like refreshing on my Twitter and ESPN, uh, the NFL, like the free agency, just to see what's going on, who's going, who's going next, where are they going to? So it's been an obviously a very interesting free agency, but the biggest, uh, off season move in my opinion, I'm not sure yours, but in my opinion, and honestly, it probably is yours, is Jimmy Graham going to the Green Bay Packers and the Packers releasing Jordy Nelson. Now, I know Jordy Nelson, he a uh, wonderful receiver, but unfortunately, a couple injuries have doomed him to where he's been out for the, for the whole entire season. I believe he is going either to the Seahawks, the Saints, and the Raiders, I believe, are his top three choices in the offseason. So any team obviously would love to have him. However, Jimmy Graham is the biggest off-season pull uh, so far as as to date. Uh, you have Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he loves tight ends. Uh, but let me get to the biggest acquisition in the off-season. The Green Bay Packers uh, picked up tight end Jimmy Graham from the Seattle Seahawks, and unfortunately, they released Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson is a one-of-a-kind receiver. He has hands like no other. Uh, his speed obviously isn't as good as it once was uh, due, due to obviously the injuries that he's occurred over the past few seasons. Uh, I know that I believe uh, that Nelson's looking at, I believe the Raiders, Seahawks, and the Saints are his top three choices or who he is, uh, has brought him interest. So, uh, you know, good luck to Jordy Nelson. He, he could still produce. I don't He's obviously not as quick due to the injuries, but if you get that ball near him, he will catch the ball. But Jimmy Graham going to the Green Bay Packers is absolutely huge. Aaron Rodgers has obviously always had Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams to throw to, but with a huge tight end with the hands like Jimmy Graham, th- this team could go far. Well, I mean, obviously, we we realized this, that this past year when Rodgers got hurt, the Packers are nothing pretty much without Rodgers. So with Rodgers and his offensive tandem, 
They are going to be a dynamite team this year. Uh, if I'm able to get a chance and to draft Jimmy Graham this year, I'm going to do it. Uh, he is going to light up Green Bay. The only the only concern that I possibly have uh, is he's coming from Seattle, which is, I guess, I wouldn't say cold. Uh, it's always raining, um, and it's just, you know, terrible weather to play in. And now he's going to Green Bay where it's negative, you know, degrees, always snowing. That's the only concern and possible issue that I'm, that I'm running into and initially thinking about with Jimmy Graham. But that's a huge, huge get for New uh, – I almost said New England – for Green Bay. Uh, so I would – I would pick my winner to go to a Green Bay as well as uh, the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns have made some uh, really big moves, acquiring Jarvis Landry and uh, releasing Deshaun Kaiser, that, that awful quarterback. And they picked up Tyrod Taylor, who's uh, an average QB. Uh, I don't, I, if he was playing, you know, for any other team besides the teams that he's like a sucky teams, he probably would be a bench player. He'd probably be a backup, uh, but he's okay. He can run the ball. He can throw the ball. So I think the, Cle- the Cleveland Browns have, have had a decent off season. That's probably the best decent thing uh, that they've had said about them in probably five years. And before I get to anything else, I want to go ahead and give my shout out of the week. Uh, my shout out of the week goes to Sons of Anarchy. Oh my gosh. That show has me hooked. Um, I'm already, I think I started like a week and a half ago. I'm already on season four. Um, the show is phenomenal. Did Honestly, I didn't think I'd like it that much. Show is just so, it's high energy. It's very, very like drama nonstop. Like once one thing happens and finishes, another thing is it's just going on. So have you, if you haven't got a chance to watch sons of anarchy yet, I highly suggest watching sons of anarchy. Uh, once I finish that, I'm going to go eventually go on to mad men, which I've actually already started, but I need to finish. But I highly recommend watching the sons of anarchy. So let's get down to what I really am interested in talking about is the NCAA tournament. Well, it's here. It's it begins uh, today is the day where the NCAA will crown the 2018 NCAA champion and where I will not crown a hundred million dollars. I guarantee I will get one of these picks wrong. Um, so I will actually read over my picks for you if you do care. Uh, I do have a couple upsets. I don't know if they'll happen. Obviously, you have to throw. You obviously have to have to throw like some upsets in the bracket because you know that they're always going to happen. So I do have one set upset, and you guys are probably going to think I'm insane, uh, crazy. Luckily, uh, it will be Friday, Friday, so I don't have to worry about it on Thursday. So if my bracket's going to get screwed, I can wait a day. However, I have Murray State, the 12 seed, beating the Mountaineers of West Virginia, the number five seed. For some odd reason, I just think this matchup's in favor of, of Murray. Uh, John, Jonathan Stark, who is the OVC player of the year, averages roughly about 22 points a game. Uh, and you know, obviously West Virginia, the BPI rank is a little higher and, and the RPI rank as well. Uh, but opponents points per game, they're roughly the same West for uh, actually Murray state holds, uh, less points per game. Obviously they are playing less competitive teams than West Virginia. I understand that. I get that. And Murray state also is very competitive. And when it comes to points per game, they are like, like about like a point off uh, in the last 12 games, Murray state's 12 and 0 as well. And West Virginia's eight and four. So if Murray, State can carry that hot streak into um, the tournament. I honestly do believe that they have a shot at West Virginia. I could be wrong. Um, you know, I probably am wrong, but I, I just, I really have a, I have a feeling that that Murray State could actually take West Virginia. 
I do have another upset, and this one uh, is a little challenging for me. Uh, some people, I, I have talked to some people about this upset, and they are don't, don't know why. I actually have Loyola Chicago uh, defeating Miami in the first round. So the RPI rank, they uh, uh, Miami is only is actually is only up by one. Uh, they honestly, these teams match up pretty evenly. Uh, I mean, Miami's one of four versus top twenty-five. Loyola is eleven and one in the last twelve games, and Miami seven to five. They average but the same points per game, and they they beat Florida. Florida's a really good team. Loyola, uh, granted, Miami did did defeat North Carolina. They lost to they lost to West Virginia, uh, Virginia Duke. They barely beat Middle Tennessee, and they beat Virginia Tech. Um, number and just for a fact, number eleven seeds have won at least three out of the four meetings with number number six seeds in consecutive years for the first time ever. So here recently, history has been on the eleven seed side. I I think this could happen. Uh, I have to some people and they can honestly, they see this upset more than the Murray state upset. And maybe I'm just being a little Homer and pulling for an OVC team to kind of represent. Uh, but I, I just, I don't know. I have a, I have a feeling that Murray state could pull it out and I honestly, I may change it uh, before everything's said and done, but I will not change. I do think that uh, Loyola, Illinois, Chicago will beat uh, Miami. However, my final four, so my final four teams, Virginia, North Carolina taking taking each other on, and Villanova taking on Kansas, uh, with the national championship being Villanova and Virginia, and I have Virginia taking it all. This Virginia team is cold. Um, they are super talented. Uh, they can drain the three. They can drain you in the paint. Uh, number one RPI rank. They're number two on BPI rank. They literally their defense is incredible. They hold people to fifty, an average of fifty three point four. Uh, points a game. They're 11 and one in the last 12 games. Granted, uh, their points per game is not that high. It's about 67.5, so it could be higher. However, this team can play defense. Uh, this team has beat North Carolina twice, has beat Duke, beat Clemson, beat Rhode Island. Uh, they did lose to West Virginia by seven, like I said earlier. Uh, the one West Virginia win that they had and was at West Virginia, so that could have had a factor as well. And this team beat uh, Miami. These these guys are insanely good. I, I I don't see anybody beating them, especially coming out. I do now, being obviously I'm a homer. I do have Tennessee going as far as the elite. No, no I'm sorry. Pardon me. I have them going to the Sweet 16. I could see them beating Cincinnati, but Cincinnati is a very good team as well. So I do uh, I do have Cincinnati being beating uh, Tennessee to go on to take on actually Virginia in the Elite Eight, and I I could see Tennessee will have a good matchup against uh, Wright State, and depending on who comes out of Miami, uh, Louisville, Chicago, that could go either way. But I th- I do see Tennessee taking that. I do see um, obviously Cincinnati defeating Georgia State and uh, Nevada is who I have defeating Texas in the first round. So uh, obviously I would want it to go the other way i don't even care about a bracket buster i know i'm not going to get everything everything every pick right uh, so if i could see tennessee go as far as they can that would be uh, awesome 
I'm just going to throw this out here. I know this is not going to happen. Uh, you know, it, I wouldn't say it hasn't happened before, uh, but I'm, uh, Lipscomb is unfortunately not going to defeat North Carolina. That would be amazing if they did. That would break so many bracket busters besides Lipscomb fans <laughs> uh, or people that just, you know, are main, like randomly like doing like a flip coin toss or whatever they may be doing. Lipscomb is not going to defeat North Carolina. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's a March Madness. It could possibly happen. But how cool of a story would that be for the first time ever entering the NCAA tournament for Lipscomb and they defeating a Roy Williams coach team? So there's a bunch of craziness going on in sports, and that's one of the main reasons why I love sports. Uh, you know, it's it's never failing. It, there's stuff that's always going on, whether it's from baseball, basketball, uh, football, hockey, March Madness, golf, uh, the tennis. There's always something to be excited for, and a lot of people are excited for March Madness because they think they can win a million dollars. But it's just, you know, it's just fun to do. I heard I heard something earlier that on average for the whole year, uh, like businesses lose. This, this is like combined total, a total of like two point three billion dollars due to uh, people keeping up with their brackets and watching the games during work. That's insane. That's how much like the March Madness has an impact on uh, our lives and this generation. And there's another reason they bring to, to bring up why instead of like athletes should be getting paid. I'm not even going to get into it to be, uh, it's just, it's a big old mess that will never get resolved. And if it does, it'll be like 30, 40 years from now. Personally, don't think that they should get paid. And uh, that's just me. I'm not an athlete. I know athletes will have a different side, but they're getting a free college tuition, a free ride. Most of them are, some are half, but they're still getting their college degree paid for practically. So I don't think that they should get paid, but however, a lot of money is going into the NCAA tournament. So so it's just funny to see uh, how much the NCAA makes and how people will basically bitch and argue because the athletes aren't getting paid. On a side note, though, I, I really am enjoying this weather outside. Uh, I know it's been a little chilly, but I'm talking about like the daylight saving time. Initially, I hated it. I love sleep. Sleeping is one of my like favorite hobbies to do. Uh, however, it's I feel like with daylight savings, like you're losing or no, I guess gaining the hour makes time go by a whole lot quicker um, in the workday and as well as whenever, obviously, like whenever you get off work or number like five, four, whatever time you may get off, it's still sunny outside. If that doesn't make you feel like extremely good about yourself and about life, I don't know what does. So go enjoy the weather if you can between the NCAA March Madness. And if you get a chance, obviously watch the Preds game tonight in between games at 9 o'clock. I believe it's on Fox Sports Tennessee. And if you're unable, if you don't receive that channel, uh, it is on actually on 102.5 here locally in Nashville. So make sure you can listen to the Preds. Uh, make sure you get all the March Madness you can get. Make sure you enjoy the day because you never know when you're going to get another one. Thank you. Grace and peace out.